It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located on Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. This show is brought to you every Saturday night by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, Texas. And so I'm sitting here on an evening of Saturday night with my co-host, Mr. Billy Tatum's here tonight. Hello. Yay, Good Billy. And Miss Courtney, she's here. You didn't have a hot day tonight? Uh, oh, goodness. Good uh, evening, Alexandra. Good evening. You and my dating life, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm intrigued, too. Why are you, you are here too? on a Saturday night? <laughs> Because there's nothing, no other place than being here tonight. Yeah. But let's take a listen to our Pledge of Allegiance from the little Clark family. I pledge allegiance to, to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. This evening we are going to enjoy a very, very good um, guest. And, you know, we bring, we talk about life, health, wealth and love and we talk about the the journeys of people everybody has a story and um i think the stories is what make our show because we uh bring things out of of people that maybe they never thought that anybody cared but you'd be surprised how many people listen to the stories and they identify with each other so this evening we're going to enjoy talking to a very wonderful gentleman who started his own business in louisville and in uh carrollton and we'll uh Introduce him in a few minutes. In the meantime, let's just um, welcome Courtney and Billy Tatum tonight and just have a little conversation. See sure. Their What's going on? Like. Yes. What's also, a little, it, talk about our guests from last week. We had an ama- two amazing guests. Eddie Brown. <laughs> I was trying to remember one. Billy wasn't here, um, but uh, I know that we had, yes, Eddie Brown Jr. I know. Just, Eddie I Brown Jr. Up. and we had Cronda. And uh, that was really finish. interesting because I, you know, I think either get into politics or understand it maybe at an early age. But for a lot of us, we don't really understand how it impacts the community and our lives and our livelihood until we get older and we can kind of see it for what it is because then we're having an actual. Uh, yeah. And it was interesting. We, we brought two people from two different worlds, uh, two completely different right. world worlds. Well, and one, one was, I think just starting out in his journey into politics and Kronda obviously has been involved in uh, you bit. know, even even, you know, you start at the base level of I'm going to run for PTA, you know, just I'm going to be the the classroom mom. I mean, those are things that you see and you saw the steps Absolutely. that she's kind of progressed in her career. And now she's running for state rep, Absolutely. which is amazing. Well, I was very impressed with Mr. Brown because of his uh, background, mm-hmm. his police. Uh, off, well, he's a police officer in Collin County, mm-hmm. but he's I got to meet him more and talk to him. And he's he's very. Um, about children that's passionate. his most passionate right his, his the children is and i was thinking of him in the last couple of days because the police officers have suffered tremendously this so last much week. loss this week oh my gosh uh, this one in houston mm-hmm. that the that was shot i mean we saw the car was on television billy and you couldn't see yeah. the windows did you see they oh, just yeah. shot the heck out of there this. was a lot of stuff that happened over the weekend a lot oh of my people, gosh well um, in in new york even in my hometown a lot yeah. of people died my cousin died over the weekend i'm she, sorry she went to I'm pass sorry. somebody she's a few years younger than me she went to pass somebody and just pulled out and there was a subaru coming and just oh. and it killed the two people in the car too oh my god was, oh so it's like well, rough you, weekend yeah, wow in, in new so york sorry. two officers yeah one shot two, yeah Died and this one or yesterday morning, Friday, yeah. the other one died. Yeah, it's horrible. Death has been. And a lot do you of see too? Lot. There's been a lot of suicides. I'm I'm seeing just. I mean, more. I, I mean, yeah, obviously, there, there people was, that I can't see, but I'm just seeing a lot of celebrity yes. uh, children suicides have been Whoa. prevalent well, the last couple of weeks. One of the things that I have to be very welcome is that the the, um, the judge said you cannot demand for people to get vaccinated mm-hmm. on, uh, for companies yes yes and that has become a very good issue and then because, carhartt enforced that and then that came as scene which doesn't make any sense because carhartt is a very cons- like the people that buy carhartt product are very conservative in nature yeah. right like they're farmers and ranchers and people in rural america and i mean now it's like you see it on tiktok where all the kids are wearing their carhartt hats and their jackets and yeah, it's just like think, a fashion statement don't but, tell us what to do yeah. with their stance but here they are yeah well mandating. but did they did they 
pull it? Because I, I thought they were wavering with their decision. They, they, they were wavering on it. Now, there's a big issue right now. The gentleman that is waiting for a heart transplant. And they won't give it to him because he's not that? vaccinated. And there's a kidney uh, man that's looking for a kidney yeah. that doesn't. And, and, and uh, he, I guess he's just going to die. So because, this is where we're at. We're discriminating yeah. now oh, of on course, of vaccine course. stuff. Wow. Can you imagine what it was like now? So think about this. What was it like in 1943, 44, 45 in Germany when you were. When, I don't know. You tell me. Boom. <laughs> People were hiding, you know, things that were happening. This is what's happening. I'm I'm watching some of the movie stars. They're they're angry about having to wear masks anymore and all this. I think we got to stop because our world is so complicated. So, but I also saw that the Supreme Court shot down the large company one hundred or more. Okay, yes. now how about this? What what about all of those people that the companies jumped on board with that? They made their employees either get a vaccine or they gave them a deadline, and then they fired them. So now those people are unemployed. Like. What does that look like there's from a stance of exactly recourse? Yeah. And I know there's lots of lawsuits. I've got friends that are in the healthcare Lawsuit, industry yeah. up in Boston, and they filed uh, a lawsuit against one of the hospitals up there because they inputted the um, the, vaccine, the mandate. vaccine mandate. So, but yeah. but I guess I it doesn't make any sense. And again, I'll go back to I've had COVID twice. I've treated both times with medicine. And I recovered within a day or two. It's like they're trying to blur the lines between our rights and the law. Well, the, and money. What, what is money. that? The problem is reality. Yeah, yeah. Remember the killdozer guy up in Granby, Colorado? And, yes. Do you, did you ever watch that story why he actually snapped and did all those things? What are you talking about? The, the, the well, guy. The guy in the dozer years the dozer. ago who got in, he built a shell around a bulldozer and just uh-huh. went all over town smashing things up. Oh, that because, was. Uh, because the city sounds... had mandated a bunch of rules and it was going to cost him a bunch of money, and he couldn't afford it. Otherwise, he was going to get fined, and he couldn't afford that, so he just snapped. And it was all wrong, really. Yeah. And that's what's, that is what's happening, the snapping of people. Yeah. Mothers killing babies, uh, babies killing uh, children. Kill, uh, you saw the three Other young kids, kids that yeah. killed the stepfather two yeah. days ago. Because, well, that, um, let's talk about that. Because, yes, because that's that, abuse. He was sexually abusing see, his, I think it was his biological, his biological daughter, but yes. there was like a, a half, bro- they were half brothers, but they had different dads, I think. Um, but I and mean, I thought of our guest from Genesis. Mm-hmm. On, yes. From that, because, Jan you know, Lundbein. where, where are we, where are we going on this world? Where, what's happening? The pa- parents are, be, you know, there is it's just so much tragedy. Well, it is, but it also look at just, you know, you think of. Where where we were 20 years ago. Right. And how much everything costs now. You know, it's like how I I mean, I would fortunately, you know, I've made decent decisions in my life where I've I've, you know, didn't get in a lot of debt. I don't have a lot of student loan debt, but most people are not in that situation. Right. And so I can't even imagine trying to afford. I mean, I was looking the other day, a one bedroom apartment. Up in Collin County is almost two thousand dollars a month. Yes. I mean, how do you afford that? You plus don't. your bills, plus your student loans. If you have a kid, I mean, I just you can only afford I, that I if can you s- have like a really or, decent job. And mm-hmm. a lot of those guys looking for one bedroom apartments don't have decent jobs for that that kind of money. I well, and a lot of people are not wanting to work either, well, that Billy. Too. That's you know, well, they're not wanting to pay. Either. Yeah. Well, I stopped at the donut shop and I felt bad because the owner was in the kitchen and I said, "What ha- what's going on?" He says, "Nobody showed up to work." Yes. And I know the gentleman that's here as our guest today will tell you the story about that too because <laughs> people don't want to work. That is the sad part about it. Yeah. They just, you know, especially if they start giving them all this money for COVID and everything else. Well, and, is it they don't want to work or is when they see their options for what they'll get paid, right. they're like, "But that's not enough. Right. I can't do that job." 10 bucks an I have hour. To keep looking. Yeah, is yeah. it worth Slipping it up every day for that. That's if thing. you're driving in in Carrollton. There's a couple of signs. One is the uh, tortilla company, eighteen dollars an hour, and then you move up That's a little better. bit. It's thirty dollars. But you know, it's not about how much you get paid. It's how what your education is. If yeah. you're not educated, it's you have you have to start somewhere, and and it's up to you to get that education and move up. It's not our. It's not the company's. Yeah. You know, the company has yeah. every company has a a value. And, you know, you pay six dollars for bringing a cup of coffee or one dollar for But it. But you, you, you cannot predict or tell people what they can. But you have pay. a group of people that feel like the people bringing you a cup of coffee and washing your dishes deserve the same amount of pay as maybe a paramedic. 
I mean, or the engineer, or the or the or the uh, CFO. Yes, paramedics the- are making between fifteen and twenty bucks an hour, and they're and those people are saving lives, right? And they need to go through certification and classes and everything else. But then you've got I got an argument back when the election was going on that this person who's extremely extremely uh, liberal wanted to tell me that the dishwasher should be paid the same as a EMT. Well, I mean, how do you even argue that? I, I, I could see some justification there where why don't they get to live a, a good life? But if they don't want to do that job, then they're not going to work there. So that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You're getting people who want to make more money, so they're not going to work those small jobs anymore. And that's why there's an employee shortage. They don't want to make that kind of money. They want to make more. Mm-hmm. So it's not pull up to a, a site and think, oh, people are lazy. They don't want to work here. No, they can't afford to work there mm-hmm. is, is really what's going yeah. on. Well, so, what is the you, solution? I, the, the owners, I'm sorry, it kind of trickles down. The owners need to be willing to give up some of their profits. That's just that. They got to pay their employees just a little bit more and keep them happy. And <laughs> I'm not saying take money from the wealth. I'm not talking about redistribution of the wealth. I'm talking about you don't have to make the same amount of profit every year and your goal to be more profitable every year. Especially during inflation. Inflation trickles to everybody. Your employees can't afford to live because of inflation. And the only thing that's hurting you on the top end is a little bit of your profit margin. So shave some of that off. Well, and and I'm I'm going to, okay, I'll uh, semi rebuttal to that. Um, This is going to be good. I mean, I took on a a part time job, right? Because uh, the agency that I work for, they restructured the comp plan for whatever the reason is. The owners decided that they felt that they were, um, you know, going to give us a different pay plan based on the work that we did. And that impacted my livelihood. And so that stinks, right? Like that was very upsetting, but I went and got another job. And, and I think that, you know, pride aside, it's, it's a lot, right? I mean, I was up this morning, 4.30 4.30 in the morning yeah, working. Kids and a bunch yeah, of stuff Yeah, and I mean, on. you got stuff going on, but there's also a group of people that will say, woe is me, how am I going to do it? And they're not doing anything to help themselves. Oh, and then yeah. you have another group of people like me, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but we got stuff to pay for. You know, the kids are in club sports and I've got a house and, you know, bills. And, you're doing and I'm trying to do. And I'm doing what I've got to do. And so, but it, it stinks that as a result of somebody feeling that maybe... Uh, money should maybe more money should go in their pocket or maybe they're feeling like you said inflation affecting them it does it trickle down to me and that stinks but you know what i could open my own agency and then i get to make the rules and so i don't know i see all points but it it does stink you know it does well i know if you pay someone that you value very well that's the key key. that is the key and you take good care of them they will stick around right. and no, you're not going to want to pay everybody that same amount, but you find the good employees, you offer them something and maybe they'll be excited enough to earn that amount of money or and work earn harder you for you more money and they'll exactly. end up earning you more. Right. You got to okay. give a little to give. Well, well today we're going to come a, back. At yes. That. Today we've got a business owner. I'm curious to hear his stance and how he conducts his business. He seems like an amazing man. He's got great, a great journey and a great story. And so I'm excited to hear from him. We are having an exciting evening, a lot of conversation, and we will follow up with some of this conversation with Billy. Since he wasn't here last week, he is tonight I gotta really make up for it. making up. And, co- of course, he's trying to show off for Courtney because mm-hmm. she's so nice to him. Trying to impress her. Not me. Well, let's. Uh, I'm going to introduce a very wonderful gentleman who has been an amazing, um, an amazing person to me and to the city of Carrollton and to our veterans. El Señor José... Guillen, the owner of Old House Barbecue, one in Carrollton and one in Louisville, Texas. His food is delicious. And I want to tell you, he's a great friend to our veterans. He He's amazing. Anything you come and ask for veterans in his restaurants, he's there to help you. And um, I want to welcome you, Mr. Jose. Buenas noches. How are you? ¿Cómo está? Muy bien. Muchas gracias por invitarme a su programa. Oh, look at that. Oh. Welcome to our program. Yeah. <laughs> yay! Yeah. Courtney, yay! Well, Michelle Jose, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I know you're very busy and that you're short of uh, employees, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not showing up to work. Mm. But first, look at that potato. It oh, so I know. I, I know. Look, it came look, straight yummy. from his look at the potato. Yeah, that's a big salad right there. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The big potato. What's that website that you're on? I'm on his. I just went oh, to the website. menu from his menu. website. What's the website? OldHouseBBQ.com. Yummy, yummy. The menu is hosted by a different site, so I was trying to go back. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Looks good. If that's what it looks like, I'm coming. Is that the only reason, or are you coming because of him? Well, I like barbecue. Oh, 
Okay. And Courtney, what 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 is yeah. these questions that you have for All you? the questions. So tell us where you're from. Where'd you grow up? Well, I grew up in uh in uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Zacatecas state. Very little town, you know, where basically you know everybody in that town. So my my big dream was when I come here, you know, like like everybody, like have a better life. So I started working here in America as a dishwasher in a barbecue restaurant. I've been in a barbecue restaurant for like 28 years. Oh, wow. I started nice. from the very bottom, you know, like dishwashing, bathing tables, and then cooking. Doing all the prep work. Yeah, everything. The grunt work back then, right? I started uh, like basically learning step by step all the way to the management of the restaurants. Basically, being in the barbecue restaurant business, I learned everything. What I had to learn to start my own business. Very and th- good. And then one day, how'd that go when you started your own business? What was that transition like? Well, you know, at the beginning to to have that decision, it was at the beginning it was kind of hard because you didn't know how everything would go. We started when it was a kind of difficult time, kind of like now. The economy was kind of weird. When was that? What year? 2011. Oh, yeah. We were... Just starting to recover, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was still a tough time. It was so, a hot summer. <laughs> so everybody were asking my asking me why why I decided to do that uh, on that difficult time. And you know, I said the time comes and you have to take it when it comes. You right. Know? right. Was it challenging? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you had to work a lot. Huh? Did you have a storefront or did you do like a a trailer? You just went around with the smoker. How did that? Look, it's it's a big story. The restaurant on Louisville. It's on right on on thirty five. Every time I drove by, like several years before, I said, one day, one day when uh, this restaurant closes or be available, I will open that restaurant. All right. So for some reason, the time came. Like I think it was like eight years after I said that. Oh wow. Yeah, and on it what was long. there before? You manifested someone else's business to close. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you know. That's how God answers prayers. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it was, it was like a, that place was a barbecue restaurant forever. Oh, okay. So basically it had everything I needed it to start my business. Nice. Excellent. You know, it had a, a smoker there. It has basically everything. And that's the same location that you're still yeah. at? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then talk to us about. I mean, obviously, coming from Mexico, things are probably different, right? You started dishwashing. Like, how do you learn to operate a business and become the owner of it and deal with all the challenges, business and taxes and regulations and hiring? I mean, talk to us about the struggles with that. Well, the beginning was like, uh, we didn't know exactly, starting with the opening the business, you did things that uh, you supposedly did before, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And like that, and it's, it's where you learn, you right. know, like, especially with the city, like dealing with the city. Permits. Yeah, yeah. like permits. <laughs> yeah. When you go go ask for a permit, but you already did the job. <laughs> they say, Why you should get the permit first. Uh-huh. You should do the, you get the permit and you come and inspect it and they will tell you what to do, but you already did it. <laughs> You know, and so you just smiled and played along. Yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. I didn't okay, know. my bad. Me no entiende. Hey, ignorance, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Absolutely. Yeah, I ride that one. So did you start your Louisville location first or the Carrollton first? Louisville. Louisville. So where are you located in Louisville? You're by the lake, correct? Yeah, we are in the corner of 407 and 35 on Louisville. Oh, up, oh. Oh, up yeah. north. Okay. Yeah. Perfect for people to come to the lake on summertime. Oh, oh man. Summertime. Yeah. Oh, wow. How big is that one? That's a... Uh, 1,500 square feet. 1,500 yeah. square feet. Yeah, yeah, it holds like, it's uh, for enough for uh, 75 people inside. Oh, okay. nice. The dining room. Yeah. Wow. So, and then the one in Carrollton is the, the second one, right? You know, that that one was the third. The third. We had a second one in Denton. In Denton. Yeah, it was by uh, UNT. What but, happened? Uh, that one didn't work because it was kind of kind of hiding on the, on the shopping center. Yeah. And, yeah. So location is location, key. Location, yeah, location, location, location. location. You didn't, you didn't have your smoker outside sending smoke signals, right? That was That's the, it. That was the biggest issue. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue. We, yeah. we had the smoker in the parking lot. It was it was nice at the beginning. Everything went good. And the smoke everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
And then they, they started complaining. And the city, the city oh. came and said, why do you have the smoker up there? Yeah. You need to remove it. And they said, well, never, everything. Everything went down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. No. You notice immediately the business yeah. started, started going, going down. down. Yeah. So how long have you been in business? We've been in business for, right now we are in the uh, 13th year. 13 Good. years. Yeah. So were you working for other people prior to the business? Who Were you working for other restaurants besides, uh, you went from dishwasher to what? To cook? To cook. Manager. Manager. Yeah. Went all the way up. Yeah, and from there to owner. Okay, so who was that? Who were you working for? Well, I can say the name of the companies. I will be advertising. <laughs> That's right. I will be advertising my, my, right now my, my competition. Yes, well, so that is very good. Did you good. bring Woo-hoo. anybody that you worked with? Do they work for you that you had met through your years at the other place? Well, at the beginning, whenever we started, a uh, couple couple guys came and worked for me. Yeah. For, All right. Like one stayed for me for like seven years. Oh, wow. And then he, he left. But uh, other than that, no. Been new. Kind of a bunch of new people. people, Yeah. So tell us about COVID when it started. I know there's a lot of things to go with COVID in restaurants. When it first happened and they shut things down, how did did that affect you? What did you do? I mean, did you do all the same things that others did with the to-go orders? And and then, of course, let's jump on the the employee talk. How hard is that? You know, on the employee area, it was... was kind of tough because uh you know like starting starting with people started getting sick and uh, they they had to stay at the house yeah without working so that was the biggest thing but uh uh business wise for us was like uh better did it yeah good the business increased like 30 percent oh wow when, oh, when wow. covid started Barbecue so easy to get to go. Yeah, though. even so though good. even though was to go, you know, we we were super busy that uh, sometimes we thought we couldn't handle the business because what well, that an is amazing fantastic to hear. That. It was like it must be really good. You know, <laughs> yeah, we we had those uh, all those uh, apps like Uber Eats, DoorDash, GrabHub, all those, and uh, sometimes we have to turn them off because huh. we couldn't handle. Wow! All the orders well, it's we good to having. know that you're in you're in with all of those apps. You're really doing everything you can to get the business. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then, what about the employee stuff? When when employees started getting harder and harder to find, how are you dealing with that? Well, well, you know, like basically, like we've been working ourselves like more and more. You know, like uh, sometimes having even having like two months without having a day off because of that. Wow. You know, like if we don't have employees. You got to show up. We yeah, we have to show up. No choice, and then stay late to kind of like do things that you supposedly do the next day. That way, the next day you are kind of on top of the the business. You know, mm-hmm. like not behind. Yeah, and you're, easy, easy you're way we're doing to keep it. it going. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, on uh, Carrollton location, we have a drive through. Sometimes we 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 don't open the drive through if we don't have enough help. You and know? you haven't had enough help. Yeah. I see you're the one that's working on the line yeah. now. I see that yeah. in a lot of restaurants. The owners are in there, bussing tables, taking orders, drinking who, coffee. Who yeah. does? Who takes care of? Who manages your other one in Louisville? In Louisville, my brother. So you have a family affair, right? Yeah, my my brother basically is my partner in, uh, on the Louisville store. Very good. So he's the one being taking care of that one right now. That I'm I'm Carrollton store. Are you married? Yes. Children. Three three beautiful uh, daughters. Good. Well, what's you have a recent baby, right? I have one uh, that is uh, six months. Six months. Oh my goodness! So you work seven days a week, right? right. I was working seven seven days a week, but uh, we started closing one day because of that. What day? Tuesdays. Okay. Never on Mondays. Always on Tuesdays. In order, in order for me to ta- to have a day off. Yeah, I understand. Well, yeah. But you're probably still working, doing something for the business yeah, on too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's Until, really not a day off. How old you're are just, your daughters? One is six months, one is four years, and one seven years. Well, oh, wow. Well, wow. years, you'll have some more help. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So what do you find right now? What, do you, what is your biggest issue in the, in the working world? What is it? Work? Uh, help? Help. Okay. Yeah. Is it the quality of help or is it just not enough help? None. Both. Really? <laughs> Are you seeing the work ethic in people is just really different now? <sighs> Tell me, tell me some things that you're noting. And I guess from like a parent standpoint, right? Like, you know, I think in our area in general, right, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of entitlement. There's a lot of parents that feel like they're doing their kids a service by not 
making them get a job, right? And so you lose out on all of those valuable skills from 14, 15, 16, dealing with people, putting in the work, getting dirty, having to clean up after other people's messes. And I think that that builds character with people and it humbles them to realize that, you know, you've got to put this work in to get to the next spot. And so that's something where I've made all of my kids work in the food industry. I think the military and the food industry are some things that everybody should have a a dabble in. I agree. Everyone should work customer service. For sure. And I think that that shows people, um, you know, sometimes you need to, kind of swallow your own pride, right? When somebody's getting mad about something silly, it may be important to them. And you just, the customer essentially is always right. I mean, especially when you're trying to make money off of them. But um, are you seeing that you're not getting enough kids in there or the kids are not hard workers or are they older people? Like, talk to us about that. Well, the kids seem like uh, they are not like the like the kids in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, they they starting with, they don't have no respect. They don't show up to work when they're supposed to without saying anything. And then if you tell them something to do, like part of their job, they just don't want to do it. I'd mm. smack them. Respect smack is, is a big it. thing. Yes, yes, yes. This is Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer with our new podcast sponsor, Mr. Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue, one in Carrollton and one in Louisville. And I want to tell you, we're talking about business process. What's happening in our world of business today And it's pretty sad because people really, you know, we've talked about working and getting paid and all this stuff, but it doesn't matter how you pay people. It matters how they respect and the the desire to work. And it's very, very bad. So, Mr. Jose, tell us again, give us an idea of what your day is in the morning when you don't know if your cooks are going to come in. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's the the biggest worries in the morning when you are like becomes nine o'clock, nine thirty. And you don't see your employees showing up. And you're looking through the window, see if they show up. And they never did. And you start doing their job, what they're supposed to do, because you don't know if they're going to come or not. And uh, sometimes they come, sometimes they're not. And they, they don't even call you. They're not even called that they come in late. And, it, and it's what I always tell them, hey, if you would send me a text message let me, letting me know that you're coming, I will be yeah. fine with that. At least I know you're coming. The no call, no Mm-mm. show. No, yeah, no call, no show. Man, can I ask you what is your pay to start? Well, right now we pay in uh, twelve dollars an hour, and for I always, kids too. For yeah, kids, yeah. Dang. And I always tell them, and it's not, it's not all oh, what I'm gonna pay you. Okay, I'm gonna pay you more, but you need to show me what right. you have. Yeah. that's how it yes. works. Like I exactly. tell them, if, if you show me in one month what you have, what what you want to do for me, you'll get immediately a raise because. If I started paying $15 an hour, it's not going to make a difference, you know? Right. And I have to agree with Larry Elder, who was running for governor of California. It should not be a minimum wage. It should be what you are worth. And that's the way it should be. Because you're right. And you were telling me the story about this young guy that you hired him, didn't show up the next day, and then he showed up a week later. And Yeah. yeah. What happened with that? Well, that that was, uh, he supposedly come and work on, on Sunday. Basically, the Sunday was to kind of train, you know, and the next day, which was a Monday to work on his own because he he was he already had experience, supposedly. Mm -hmm. So since we close on Tuesday, uh, he didn't show up because why? If he's going to (laughs) come, he's going to come on Monday, be off on Monday, be off on Tuesday. Why? Why he's going to come on Monday and and Uh not Tuesday. (laughs) So he ready not not to come. So he called. On Wednesday, he, he'll be able to come to work. And I say, well, if you promise to continue working, come. So he show up Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He was off on Sunday. So he didn't show up on, on Monday because same reason. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because he'll be off on, on Tuesday. That so makes I, no sense So that's me. his three-day weekend, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I see your sisters work there too, right? With right. you, your sister, and your nephew. Right. So you, at least you have them, right? Yeah, well, like well, with my sister, you know, basically she's like like my... Right hand. My right hand. She she always there. She, if I ask her to come and work extra hours, she's always there. Great. Yeah, she's, she's she works really hard. Yeah, she, I find you can really trust family a lot more. Yeah. What what are your plans uh, when you grow up? What do you want to do with your business? You know, well, basically, like right now, 
I'm not planning to to like Spain or do anything because all because my daughters that they are little. I need I need to find time for them because mm-hmm. they need me. Right. Ask him. He knows. He's got five <laughs> children, I've, I've, five girls, four children. Oh, four girls. Okay, three yeah. girls though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my 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 biggest Your goal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the future, I would like to have more restaurants. You know, when my daughters be little older, you know, like grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, why not? That's that's what it's all about. If, do you foresee the where you are in Carrollton right now? I noticed you've been extremely short. What are you foreseeing doing more to go than having inside coming in, or do you see that? Because yeah, I think it, it's a lot better. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a whole lot better for you. For me, yeah. Getting You're like, struggling quite a bit mm-hmm. on there, yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you tell? Do you need cooks? Do you? I think you need everything because you're doing it everything yourself. Tell us a little bit of what you need. What is the process in your restaurant? Well, like basically, we need a. Uh, I need somebody to know how to do like our, or at least learn, even though they don't know, but they want to learn to do what I do, like cooking the barbecue, serving the barbecue, and kind of like manage the restaurant. I need a person like that in order for me to do something else, either trying to get more business in to the restaurant. Or have some time off, you know. Let's recruit for him. <laughs> yeah, let's recruit no, for him. I mean, that's he does need help. He what he's saying is he needs somebody to fill his shoes so he can spend more time with his family. Right. And people aren't showing up. No. Right. Yeah. And and also he he also needs a person to help him with the he, because it's a buffet, you know. So he's working the meat to do, yeah. and then you have the line, and then you have the other areas and. You know, you're looking for the for the uh, hot sauce or whatever. He, he doesn't yeah. have the people in the floor because okay. I go there every day. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm there. But I think the most important is he's a very kind. It, t- tell us a little bit about that gentleman that comes in to help you. He's not. He doesn't work for you, but he is. <laughs> tell us about this man. I see him every time I go in. Well, he yeah, was all yeah. dressed with a suit on. Yeah, his name is uh, is Scott. He's a veteran. He's a he's a veteran. Yes. Yeah. So he's a uh, retired. Because he had a, a accident in the past, so he he used to stay in the house. But he gets depressed, he gets bored when he's in the house. So he comes. I know him for for like eighteen years. Oh wow! So he basically he doesn't leave me alone. He he's always <laughs> there. But he comes in and helps you and cleans up for you. And and when you work at night, he's there with you till you get yeah, out. I every, mean, every night when I he doesn't leave if I'm still there. He wow. always stays there until I lock the door. That's but, awesome. But the kindness of Mr. Jose, and if he doesn't come in, he goes and looks for him. Yeah, like sometimes he doesn't show up. Like, look what I did last time. He disappeared. He disappeared. I didn't hear from him, and he I called him on the phone, and he never answered. So the one gave me a reason was his, uh, his ex-wife, <laughs> that he was in the hospital. Oh, but I didn't know which hospital, so I have to call to uh, the VA. Yes. And I have a difficult time to have information, but uh, I found him. Oh. So he was there. They told me that he was okay. So I was good in there. Yes, okay. yes. But so, you see him when you walk in the door, you see, I thought at first he was a homeless gentleman, uh, that he was a homeless gentleman, you know, and I said, and I saw him picking up the trash and just, and being so kind to him. Just helping out. Yes. And, and he doesn't make any money, but he feeds him. You feed him, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is there a way for you to maybe do up flyers and send them to the school, like the guidance counselor's office, just to see if there's maybe uh, kids that are looking for a job that are willing to work and maybe you can get uh, references, you know, if you've got a kid that's good kid, right? Yeah. You know? Just I mean, the that might be something kind of stuff, you know, the advertise there or just drop something off there. And like I said, I'll do my part with other barbecue restaurants. I'll be I'll be telling them, <laughs> hey, support our small business over here. Mr. Jose, Mr. Jose. Well, one thing that imp- that he was concerned about coming today to our show is he couldn't speak English very well. I think he speaks yeah, English you're doing great. very, I'm very yeah, good. That, right that was it. my biggest he was my scared. Fear. I'm scared. <laughs> Look at you. You're doing but, so well. You own this business, so you need to be on the radio. Yes. Yeah. yes, you do, and and it's so delicious. So, what is the, your website, Mister Jose? Uh, it's uh, oldhousebbq.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Facebook? Uh, yes, also the same. Same thing. Old yes, house same thing. BBQ. Do you old have a, a TikTok? 
<laughs> not TikTok. <laughs> We're working on it. You yes. need to TikTok while you're cooking and pulling yes. those things. Listen. When you're pulling those bones out of the ribs, yeah. I want to see that. Liz did a video. He went over there and did a video of him walking around. It's really, really good. It's on our, it's on our website now. So yeah. Liz kind of went over there so she could eat. Yeah. You know, that's well, I'm uh, looking at their website. So you've, looking got, good. you've got your menu up here. You've got your prices. Mm-hmm. And they actually seem fair. I've been to a lot of places and it seems like it's getting out yeah. of control. But this these prices seem very fair. And if you click on the delivery link at the top of their website, that will bring you to where you can order online for pickup or right. deliver. You, you, got, you guys are delivering still? Yes. You're yes. doing that through like Uber Eats? Uber and Eats, DoorDash. DoorDash. Okay. And his servants are, are very, I mean, the nachos are like this. I mean, everything is so delicious. But one of the things that I enjoy a lot is the, um, the, 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 the quesadillas. No, I, one thing that I love is the family packs because they make a great gift especially for elder families that you want to pick up stuff. It's really very, very good. Where I'm looking at the menu, the family pack, like the regular pack. Well, there's the, he has several, the best value uh, mm. or the large pack, which is really good for a family of five or four or five. And it's, That's it me. helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, so when someone asked you a couple of questions, you provide, uh, do the, your employees, your, your chef or your cook, or you provide uh, insurance for them and, and, uh, any benefits? No, no, we don't, we don't provide that. Okay. okay. How many employees do you actually have when you have the whole staff? When we have a uh, whole staff, it's a uh, uh, eight eight employees. Okay. At Carrollton or between the two restaurants? No, no, no. Each each restaurant. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. For each restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And so you have no no benefits. Do they have vacations or anything Mm-mm. like that? Because you are a small business. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So let's say. Um, <clears throat> Vaccines, how did you feel about that for your employees? Well, honestly, you know, like, uh, it's been really hard. I've been asking them to do it, but I'm not, not like pushing them to do them. If they don't want to do it, you know, I don't, I don't mess with them a lot. There are some of them that they don't want to do it. Like, like my sister is one of them. Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you, has COVID affected you personally? Or any or your employees or uh, no, not really. No, okay. Mm-hmm. And y'all require masks as an employee. Well, you know, Is on that... our on our business, you know, uh, I've been uh, asking them to wear masks because uh, if we go through the through the reviews, mm-hmm. uh, people complain mm-hmm. of uh, the serving person not having a mask. Mm-hmm. So that's. Because gotcha. we, we we have all kind of customers. Right. You yes, know? you do. Right. Yes, and that's the thing. You you mean you run a small business and you want to cater to everybody, right? Right. But it's right. hard to please everybody. But the I think that is... we can agree that masks are, they're good. They're yeah, good in the restaurant masks industry. Masks don't hurt you. Sometimes right. I like putting it on. I just yeah. don't want to talk to people. You oh, know? that's the reason. <laughs> so <laughs> but, if he comes in here with a mask, we know he doesn't want to like talk to us. Said, right. He has to deal with all people. Barbecue is truly bipartisan. I mean, that is correctly, I mean, anybody, and it's a real Texan thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, one one question I'm I'm going to ask you on the drive through that you have. What do you do? You have more uh, younger people not going in because I noticed your restaurant is more empty and everybody's in the cars. Is there is there a reason that that you look we're forward? all lazy? <laughs> no, basically. Uh, uh, our drive-through is uh, more more like uh, older people come to. Yeah, okay. There is a like a, an example. Last time, a, a older lady came into the restaurant inside because we had the drive-through closed because no employee to take care mm. of it. So she came in kind of upset because the drive-through. She mm. said, "I cannot walk well, and I have to get out of my car and get in and order." So. Mm. That's wow. the main reason. <clears throat> yeah, no. that makes sense. So your your Louisville location, uh, that's more of a uh, lakeside area, right? So we're going to come back and talk about the Louisville location. We want to talk about a little bit about your menu. Alexandra and Friends, brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. And today we're speaking with our new sponsor, Mr. Jose Gillian from Old House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. And I got to know, let's just get to the meats. Let's get to the meats. Jose, what's your favorite thing on your own menu? What what are you the most proud of? Well, the the barbecue ribs and the brisket, those two. Okay. All right. And if if someone came in and said surprise me, what would you what would you order them? Well, I will I will give him I will give him two options. I will give him the the big tech sandwich, mm-hmm. which is a big sandwich with the 
brisket and jalapeno sausage. That's okay. my favorite one. That's the one I eat. I love those. All the time. And uh, honestly, if one customer come for first time and order that sandwich, I will see him again <laughs> the next day go, or, the, or, or day after. All right. To have another sandwich. That's like actually that. one of the things I like to order. My little hometown, we had something called the Big Nasty. And it was like this, you know, chopped beef, sliced beef, and then uh, yeah. sliced sausage. All right. Well, let's talk about some of your food and your recipes. Do you make your own sauce? Yes. Can All you right. tell us a secret? No. Uh, no. What? <laughs> well, yeah. What's our producer's asking? He's yelling across yeah. the studio to ask the process. Yeah. He he wants to know. He wants to know. How- he wants to bottle it. <laughs> but what is what is barbecue? How do you make what goes into barbecue sauce? I have no idea. Well, it's it, a goes a, it goes a lot it's of like things. Ketchup, bar, uh, um, is brown it really sugar. ketchup? Yeah. Oh, really? Ketchup, ketchup brown sugar. The biggest thing. Ketchup. You can splash a little vinegar if you need to in it. There's some spices. Well, let him tell us. Oh, yeah. Let's let's hear. <laughs> well, that's a uh, you know that's something that people don't know honestly. What what goes in it? Like onions and lemons. Interesting. Lemons. You know, people think how you're gonna put onions on the on the barbecue sauce. So that's that's one of the I'm not surprised. I love onions. Secret onion. things on the on the on the ingredients there. Right. Ingredients. Okay, so I don't have to yell across the studio. I'm gonna get on the <laughs> microphone this time. Now I wanna know what kind of sauce is it and what kind of barbecue is it? Because there's barbecue from all across yeah. the South. You got your South Carolina barbecue, you got your Louisiana barbecue, all this what kind of barbecue would you call your specialty and does the sauce like does it define the Does flavor? Complement it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, I think uh, this one is is uh, a tex- real Texas barbecue. What does that mean? Do you, you know, less sweet, more spice, or you know, it's 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 kind of like a sweet and sour. Okay. You know, sweet and sour barbecue sauce. And is is the sauce a thick sauce or like? It's like a medium, a medium, not in, in between. Not, yeah, like in between. Okay. So, it's a, we got three different kinds, but uh, it's one the original one. That's that's the the base one. The the to the other ones we add things to make it like the sweet sauce. Right. You've had the uh, like the South Carolina barbecue sauce where it's like all almost all vinegar. vinegar. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's crazy. I have no idea it how they my, do that. It gets my bread really wet. Right. Yeah. No. And and then they put a scoop of uh, coleslaw or something on it too. That's yeah. just weird. So well, have, we have a sandwich like that. Do you? If you look at the uh, combo number two up here. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. That's the only way to eat a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because uh, that basically is a customer request. Oh, that's, that's how I do it. Yeah. A, a lot of customers, I can you put Kozla on my They're sandwich? For that. So, uh-huh. Okay. So they said, okay, let's put one it of those really sandwiches in the menu. It nice. really is good that way. It's a good idea. Well, tell us about your techniques with um, you know smoking your meats. I mean, what, what temperatures do you use? What flavor of wood chips or you know wood do you use? Well, we, we, we use a, a hickory wood. Okay. And uh, a lot of people have been questioning why we don't use any seasoning on the brisket. They, basically, people don't believe that, that we don't use any any type of uh, seasoning, not even black pepper or salt, nothing. Really? Just, just all smoke. Natural meat, just, just the smoke. Do you the, wrap your way. meats part of uh, the way through the uh, crunch? No, or? no they, they get uh, wrapped after, after being cooked. Well, hold on. Courtney's <laughs> over here with a point. <laughs> that she wants to not make. Anyway, wrapping your meat is the, what they call what the the Texas crutch, right? Or so do you do that at that at that certain point too? Or, or? Uh, no, no. We we well, we actually wrapped it after after being totally done when you're like, letting it rest. Cook. Oh, okay. So but, that's why you get so much flavor in it. Yeah, you're not you're not covering it halfway through. Courtney's gonna have to leave the room. I think <laughs> she's out of it. <laughs> I have the mind of a fifteen. Yeah, she's boy. you know she's been dating a lot lately. <laughs> I think earlier she said she had four people lined up yeah. in one day. Well, no, so, six. I think there's six. Six, six oh, people. Well, the thing about it is you can ask them to meet you. I at, know that's a great idea. At, listen at the old house barbecue. Yeah, because, you can drive from one location yes. to the other and have one waiting at. If the you other. see me there with a another gentleman friend, it could be a first date. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great meeting place. I that's mean, right. you can eat and then and and then pretend that the, everybody knows you. You're VIP. So when you come, in, hola, Jose, cómo está? You and, know, and make don't you feel important. When you leave to rap. Mm-hmm. To do what? Nothing. Oh. 
So you cook with the hickory wood. Is that it uh, stacked out in front of your restaurant? That's the picture? The one. Okay. That's the one. So he's got the wood, actual wood yep. stacked in front I of his yep. restaurant yep. so you know what he's cooking with. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, and you know, if you know about the hickory, what, what the smell is, as soon as you driving into the parking lot, mm-hmm. you notice it. Because oh, yeah. I, 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 I smoke with a Traeger, but... I buy the hickory, I buy mesquite, I buy apple and cherry pellets because sometimes you got to mix that up in, in my stuff. But Well, there's one more thing that he's very popular. It's catering. I was just going to ask oh, that. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad catering. That. I think it, tell us a little bit about the catering because that's important. That That is a very good job. You know, catering, that's a... A moneymaker. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I really, really like because it's easy money. And especially if, if I go and do the catering, and what I what is an, what I normally do, I normally take care of the caterings when I, because I want to I want to go and do them and do it perfect. So you yeah. deliver, yeah. set up, serve, serve, yeah, and clean up and all haul the off. all depends of the of the number of people. Like uh, we normally do like a full serve caterings when it's hundred or more. Okay, when it's like a thirty 50. people, forty people, something small like that, we just drop them off. Okay. Right. Um, are you? Do you network with any wedding planners or venues um, to become maybe a preferred partner with them for events? Uh, we uh, we don't. You know, normally we've been trying, but uh, honestly, they they want like a normally like paid very mm. very low. Yes. Oh yeah. In order for them to, they like want to give you five dollars. Yeah. But per I mean, person. they like a wedding planner could tell their bride if the bride's looking for a barbecue. Hey, you know what about? Yeah, oh, I do that every time. I, every time I do a catering like that, like a wedding or mm-hmm. quinceañera, something like that, I always leave a menus and tell them, "Hey, if somebody ask you for a wedding or where, I mean a catering provider." What's a typical catering order as far as the meats that you're asked to bring? Well, normally the most typically is a brisket and sausage. Okay, and and what do you charge per person when it's that with a few sides and rolls? Well, the the package that we have, the we call it the basic. It's a, it's like two meats, three sides, and the and the rolls really straight, and that's a ten ninety nine a person. Mm. That's oh, not wow. bad. That's not bad at that's all. That's not bad because most single meal plates at barbecue restaurants are more than that. Right. So. I see it on the on your menu. So you have it on catering. There's a form on the catering. It says self serve with tea, self serve with dessert. And you your prices are very good. Thirteen ninety nine for the whole package yeah, is tea. very good. Yes. Do you uh, cook? Do you bake your own desserts? Uh, some of them. Some of them. What yeah. are? Do you do like, just like leches? The, like the homemade peach cobbler. Oh my oh, gosh! Let homemade. me tell you, oh, I'm homemade down. I, I'm and down. ice cream. I'm coming. Hot peach cobbler with ice cream on yeah. top. Oh you know, my like, god! A homemade peach cobbler. You only will eat it if you make it at home. Uh, that's, that's an all house barbecue. You're right. That's it. And banana pudding. Oh, he he, he makes banana pudding. It's delicious. Yeah, if you told me yes, you ordered yes, that yes. from Benny Keith or Sam's Club or something, I would run. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing oh, that, that I want to ask you, for the holidays, uh, I, and we ordered our turkey and everything from you. That's a very good business also, right? Because oh, yeah. it's a pickup. I want you to know that is one of the best things. He is so busy. For, for Christmas, you were tremendously, and also for Thanksgiving. So those are things that we want you Didn't to tell the clients that. about. Yeah, Get a tell our listeners. Smoked turkey. Yes, yes, yes. For the yes. So we, we were we were not not that busy this year because we didn't promote the turkeys right. much because no employees. But uh, normally, like uh, other years before the COVID, like Louisville store sold 150 turkeys. Wow! So we spent like all overnight smoking turkeys. Is that by the pound, or are you just kind of the same price per bird? The whole turkeys. Just the whole turkey. Yeah. And we, the hams and a, the briskets. We just have an average weight because not everyone comes yeah. exactly the same weight. So you just kind of make it all the same price. Yeah. Okay. Well, before the evening ends, would you mind giving us a little bit, tell us a little bit about your your website, your Facebook, your Old House Barbecue. What do you want our listeners to know about you and your business? People that don't know uh, who we are on like Carrollton, you know, because every day we have a, we have a customers that they said, Oh, I've been driving by for so many years and I never stop. And, uh, I would like invite them to come and try, you know, like to have a good experience and promise them, uh, if they come and try our barbecue, they will be engaged. Mm-hmm. 
honestly. Good. Because I'm very confident with the food that we, we have. Because, you know, since I've been working in, in not only one barbecue place, I've been working on several barbecue places. And I don't know, I think I've been picking things from one and yeah. the other and put them all together. So basically... This isn't a this isn't an everyday barbecue. Everyday place. barbecue. Yeah. Can you give us the address of both of your properties, the one in Carrollton and the one in um, Louisville? Uh the Louisville store is a is a three eighty Lake Park Road, Louisville, Texas, seven five zero five seven. And the Carrollton location is a nineteen oh five North Josie Lane, uh Carrollton, Texas, seven five zero zero six. And they can order you uh, by by phone, and they can pick up the food, and also for they, catering. How 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 long? How many days do they need to give you for for a party or a wedding? Is there like a limit? Maybe a week before? Or what's the the time limit? Yeah, like uh, weddings normally they they plan the food for a more more time, like a month ahead, because especially if it's a big event, they have to have it. Okay. Done ahead of time, but if it's something smaller, like fifty people, thirty people, sixty people, something like that, all we need a uh, week, week ahead okay. to, to have it done. You also make your own rolls, right? That's right. Yeah, they really? come out hot and buttery. Hot rolls, yes, hot oh, yeah. rolls, Man. yes. Well, it's been such an amazing evening. We've learned so much about your restaurant business, and you speak very good English. So we are very, very glad that you were here this evening. Courtney, what do you think? We should uh, set up a date to go over there and let t- uh, Billy pay for it. Sure. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. Yeah, no, we should totally do it. But yes, I mean, let's support our small businesses. Obviously, Mr. Jose has worked hard. He has battled for the last almost 13 years to provide a top product quality service. And we feel like you will not be disappointed with yeah. his offerings. I mean, looking at the menu. It feels we're... like a dream come true for you, right? <laughs> That's right. Because you were dreaming about that store for that, a long time. Yeah. I love that. I love, yeah, I love that, that is good. And, well, and great. And when you walk in the door, he makes you, hola, how are you? He'll always oh, yeah. talk to you. And that's so great. Excellent. That's, 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 the, that's the first phase you guys going to see if they come to the restaurant. Me. Well, That's I right. hope you find more employees that are just as enthusiastic. Yes, and if you're day. listening out there and you've got a kid and they need to work and teach them a good work ethic and you're in the area, have them go over. Help Mr. Jose with this business and teach your kids some work responsibility. Please, That's for sure. Before they leave home. All right. Well, thank you so much. Our show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. We'll see you next week. Good night. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue, y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends, or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.